Hello, hello. Welcome to the Kathleen Sessions. My name is Kathleen Slattery Moscow, and this is the show where we talk about stepping up and into our finest hour. Today, we're going to be talking about our environment, our immediate and personal environment, and how to stack our environment in our favor so that our the space around us, um, our surroundings help serve our lives and help us live the way that we say we want to live. James Clear, who is an author, he wrote a book, um, I think it's been out for a couple years now, maybe, maybe a little shorter than that, a book called Atomic Habits. And he writes, environment is the invisible hand that shapes human behavior. Environment is the invisible hand that shapes human behavior. So we should pay attention to it because it will either shape us into who we want to be or um, or mold us into something we don't want to be. So I'm going to be approaching this from a very personal basis today. I'm going to share some examples of things I have shifted in my own environment over the past decade or so. In I'm going to do this in the hopes that it might spark some ideas for you. Each one of us is different. Each one of us has different goals. We're facing different situations. And so my examples might not be directly relevant to you, but I'm hoping that they stimulate something in your brain. Before we get started with that, just I'll, just a reminder to please subscribe to the podcast or to the YouTube channel and to share these episodes with others. It helps it helps our efforts, my efforts so much, and I'm so appreciative appreciative of it when you do it. Okay, so again, getting back to shaping our environment, um, I'm going to approach this from two perspectives. The first perspective is the impact of our immediate environment on our sense of peace and well-being and calm. And the second is the impact of our immediate environment on our goals, on living the way we say we want to live. So related to peace, I know when I look at myself and over the course of decades, I have discovered that clutter and messiness and disorganization does not serve me. Some people can thrive in those situations. I have found that I shrivel and shrink. I need things to be clean and spacious and organized in order to be able to focus. If my environment is messy, so will my thinking be. It, it's it's not just that it impacts my ability to focus and my creativity. It also like is stressful for me. And the irony of me saying all of this is that I am by nature um, a messy and disorganized person. So once I really started to realize how um, negatively my environment was impacting me, I had to make some changes in the way that I moved through the world. This was not easy because, again, I think it's in my DNA to be messy and disorganized. Um, and I used to sort of write it off to, oh, I'm a creative. That's why I'm so messy, right? And I... The truth of it is, for me, being in that type of environment was not healthy. So I had to make some shifts. And um, one of those shifts, it's something small and something, I'm going to say kind of cliche, because I'm sure we've all read about this somewhere. Um, But when I stand up in the morning from my bed, the first thing that I do is make my bed. 
it gives me a freaking victory lap. It gives me a, 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 a victorious way to start my day in terms of things being um, organized and sets me off right. So that's just one small thing that kind of starts to send me down the right path. A second thing that has been a major um, shift for me is that I've had to move toward minimalism. Um, my my living environment, my work environment, I keep going more and more minimal. Not because minimalism is a fad. It's just that being in a minimal a minimalist environment is super helpful to me feeling calm and productive and happy. So. Uh, the other thing that I would say about that is because since by nature, I'm not an organized person, having lots of stuff, it's, it's hard for me to organize lots of stuff. So in order to set myself up for success in my environment, I've had to have less stuff, which gives me fewer things to organize and gives me more success in that direction. Okay, so now let's, uh, let's look at things a little bit more from the standpoint of the impact of our immediate environment on our goals. And I'm going to come back to James Clear for a second. Again, he's the author of Atomic Habits, um, which is a great book because it's really well researched. It really uh, is is a great insight into human behavior and why we do what we do. So it's called Atomic Habits. But He talks about this concept of habit stacking. So you take habits you already have and you stack on top of them the habits that you want to have. And it helps ensure that you actually move in that that direction. And it's funny because um, when I read his book, I realized I had already been by default doing some of these things, but he gave a nice framework and and an explanation for why they were successful for me. So I'm going to give you a little bit of an insight into my morning routine because this again will help show you how this works or has worked for me in terms of my environment. So I'd say one of my bad habits or one of the habits I'm not the happiest about is the fact that I drink coffee in the morning. I, it's again, not my favorite habit. Um, I cut it off by a certain time of every morning because otherwise it impacts my sleep at night, which I covered in a whole separate show on sleep. That show, that episode, by the way, was one of the most popular episodes because I think so many people are having sleep, sleep issues. But anyway, I digress. Um, I have coffee in the morning. So So to back up a second, the night before, this is going to get back to our environment, the night before I clean out my coffee maker, clean out the old grounds, put in the new grounds, um, you know, fill up the, the water, put my cup on the thing so that it's all ready to go. I don't have a fancy coffee maker, not one of those with a timer or anything like that. It's all very manual. So I have to set this all up the night before. So, um, when I wake up in the morning, like I said, I stand up, I make my bed. I walk out of my room and I hit the button on my coffee. But now what I've done is I don't drink enough water. I know I need to drink more water in my life. And it's been very difficult for me because I don't really have a, a strong sense of thirst. But I know this is something I need to do. So I've set it up that once I hit push the button on the coffee maker, I reach for a glass and I fill up a glass of 10 ounces of water and I drink it down before I reach for my cup. So while the coffee's brewing, I drink the water and I don't allow myself to reach for the coffee cup until the water glass is drained. 
So that's a way that I've stacked a, a good habit, something that I want want and need to move toward. I've stacked it with um, maybe a, a not so flattering habit or something I'm not quite as proud of. But then I also take stack something on the back end. So again, I have my water, I drink my coffee, and when I'm done with my coffee, I do my meditation. So now this uh, habit of drinking the coffee is sandwiched by two really beautiful habits that serve my life very well. And I know it sounds weird to do meditation after um, drinking coffee, but this is just my reality. So I'm just sharing it with you. But that is a way that I stacked habits so that I'm moving more in the direction that I say that I want to move in. And it also applies a little bit to my mid-morning routine because I love to go on walks, love to go on walks. Like I could go on 10 walks a day. You don't have to convince me. You don't have to push me out the door. I can't get enough of hiking and walking. But what I found is that I wasn't, I was walking so much, I wasn't getting my strength work in, which is critical for my bone density, for my ability to move through the world, for my work, for every aspect of my life, doing strength work is necessary. But I found I was blowing it off <laughs> because all I wanted to do was walk. Well, then what I did is I require myself now to do, I do 10 minutes of strength work every day. I go upper body one day, lower body the next, and then abdominals. And I circle through that. So I will not do, I will not go for my walk, my first walk of the day, unless I've done my 10 minutes of strength work. So again, it's, it took an already good habit of, of walking, something I adored doing and loved doing, and I didn't need any prodding to do. And I stacked it with something that I was having difficulty doing, which was the strength work. So those are just a few examples of like, you know, setting up your environment, setting up your day to serve you. Um, just another one off the top of my head is I run three days a week. I used to run a lot more than that, but I run three days a week and I have found I have to set my clothes out the night before. Again, sounds kind of cliche. We've all heard this be like, set your workout clothes the night before, but I have to do it because for some reason I will spend 20 minutes looking for just the right pair of shorts. And in that 20 minute period, um, I'll talk myself out of going for a run. So I have to take all of those variables off the table and have my running clothes ready to go. Um, and then I run, I actually get it done and I become a runner <laughs> in the process. So one other, um, it just, it just also made me remember one other thing that, um, one other example that was pretty profound for my life for a long time, I had uh, a sugar addiction. I've had a sugar addiction since I can remember since I was small three four five years old I can't just eat one piece of candy or have one cookie I like once I had something I have to have I had to have the whole thing like I had to like finish off the whole cake or eat the whole bucket of cookies or I just couldn't stop and I, it was getting to a point in my life where it was <laughs> that sugar I, I'll call it addiction because it felt so strong it felt uncontrollable it was getting to a point that obviously you can imagine it was starting to adversely affect my weight so my weight was moving in an unhealthy direction which concerned me but I was also starting to be 
very alarmed about the possibility of getting diabetes because I could see where this was going if I didn't get a handle on it. And the only way, the only way that I was able to address this was to get the sugar out of my house, to just get it the hell out. So even when my kids were small, I was not the mom who was making baked goods. I, I didn't make the cookies or the cakes and we didn't have the candy drawers and stuff that a lot of people have in their house, partly because I for my own um, for my own health because it again if it would have been there I would have eaten it so I just got it out of my environment and it helped so much so those are just a, a few examples and as you look at your own life and think about how you want to live the way you want to be in the world you know um, what are the tweaks that you can make so that your environment is there serving that purpose helping you achieve that purpose and not holding you back and kind of thwarting you at every at every turn um, you know, uh, for instance, if you if you know you watch, this is going to sound silly, but just right now because we're home so much, if you know you spend too much time watching Netflix, just cancel it. Cancel Netflix. And then it's just not there and not an option anymore. Cancel your YouTube TV. I'm sorry, YouTube, you might be watching this on YouTube, but I'm just talking about like if this is something, if the YouTube TV, which a lot of the shows are on now, is something um, that's holding you to the couch instead of getting you up and out in nature and working working out and um, working on your, your big project of your life, then just cancel them. So what are the things in your immediate environment that you can change? Okay. Um, that book again is Atomic Habits by James Clear. That book I heard recommended by um, Jesse Meekum at You Need a Budget. I've mentioned him before. I love him. I heard him recommend that book. And then now I'm recommending it to you. See how this works? It's just this one, this big, beautiful chain, right? Okay. Um, so again, subscribe, please, to the podcast and the YouTube channel. Visit me at thecathleensessions.com. You can meditate with me there. We meditate live Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Please visit me there. There's also lots of other great stuff at thecathleensessions.com. That's it. Have an amazing day, everyone. And don't forget, do not forget that this, right now, this is your finest hour. Thanks, everyone.